0: You're listening to the Brand Compass, conversations to navigate your way to building a brand fit for purpose and poised for success. Here's your host, Shelley Rossland. Hello there, my friend, and welcome to the show where we chat about all the ways in which your brand meets the humans you serve. I am Shelley, and I am your host on this conversational journey. And this episode is about a topic that seems to burn bright, then burn out, and then loop and return again. Have you ever asked yourself, how on earth in this digital world do you separate your personal you from your work you? Well, I'm here to tell you, my friend, you are asking yourself the wrong question. What you should be asking is how can you comfortably be more you more of the time? Bear with me on this. I'm hoping I will shift your thinking because I think this is what is needed right now a reframe on how to be into the future, as opposed to what seemed to be a need or a rule of the past. Today we live in a really weird, freer and more accessible world. However, we are more overwhelmed, stretched and agitated by channels and a sheer quantity of information and data thrown our way. Match that with changing working environments and tools that facilitate more online working and less in-person time. And I can understand why this topic of when exactly do I switch off being work me to shift into being casual personal me. As a brand strategist and one that thrives in working with humans and helping them to identify their genius strengths and the bits to them that make them unique and shine to others, this is one of my favorite topics. Let's get some background to this before we jump into what's probably scratching your brain, which is probably around how to work this out for you. Humans are complex they are complex animals. We are multidimensional, imperfect beings who are really hung up, let's be honest, on labeling ourselves as one thing, especially when we show up for work. Some of those labels might be serious professional, account manager, consultant, qualified practitioner, senior big deal, manager director and others. In reality though, it's an impossible task and one that just causes stress and a huge amount of pressure to get the perfect label. Because there are a bunch of other labels that you carry too as a human. And some of those might be husband, wife, partner, tennis player, button collector, parent, knitter, pickleball extraordinaire, and so on. It's this dilemma I want to cover in our time today. And I'm hoping by the end of this episode, you will realize two things. You are a magnificent human creature, number one. And number two, you can be more of yourself in your everyday. Now, I'm going to whisper a little secret, don't tell anyone. Everything we're going to talk about today is really about you getting familiar with what your personal brand is and give you confidence to sharpen up what it means for you. I know it's an overused term, personal brand, but it's really your biggest asset as a working professional, something you will own for life. Done right, it's going to be your tool to navigating how you bring all of the different dimensions of you into something that other people can recognize and decide that it's you that they want to connect and work with. Do you struggle with that term? Personal brand? Does it feel a little too Kardashian or Beyonce or Justin Biebery? Yeah, I get it. However, There is something in this, my friend, that you can make your own. Call it your reputation, your public's perception of you. Call it what you like. But ultimately, we are talking about the structure that is personal branding. Now, before I jump into making this a little more simpler to grasp and for you to then take away and tailor for you, I wanted to just let you know behind the scenes what it is that actually goes into crafting a proper personal brand strategy, just so you've got some perspective here. Now, if I was to work with you on your personal brand strategy, I'd work alongside you on four main areas. Okay. The first one is your purpose and why. Now, this sounds like a really scary thing to tackle. Okay. But really, it's about... Getting down to what makes you tick. What's your big motivator in life? What's your big idea or message that you want to get out there into the world? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Second area we work on is sharpening your personality. Okay, I will admit, this sounds really weird saying it out loud, okay? Because your personality is, well, yours and established, right? Partly true. The work you do here, though, is about articulating how you think, act and behave, which impacts how you want others to perceive you. Not everybody takes the time to work that bit out. The third area we work on is positioning. Now this, my friend, is a biggie, right? This is fundamental to differentiating you in a noisy world. We work on what you bring to the table, which you may actually be blind to. What brought you to where you are today actually makes you really unique and different. Positioning work helps you to solidify the context of you in relation to other people doing the work that you do. Now, it's not to brag or make you better. It's more to show how you are different. Okay, make it easy for people. The fourth and last area we work on is your presence or experience, the brand experience. This is where we move the lens to view you from your client's perspective. How do you want them to feel when they work with you? What can people expect? What is it like to work with you? Then once you've nailed all of this down, we get to work in shaping the types of messaging you then would use across your marketing, your communications and your social media channels so that you are much clearer to the outside world. Okay, now that you know that, let's get into explaining the concept of personal branding in a much simpler way so that you can take away something from today to rethink what this actually means for you. For the ease of explaining this in your ear while you are walking, driving, or doing something else while you're listening, I'm going to divide a human being into three parts. Number one, backstory. Number two, skills and talents. And number three, personality. Now, we know we are much more complex than that, okay? But I'm going to keep to these simple three parts to help demonstrate what's possible for you. In navigating a way to be more comfortable being you at work. Because I'm assuming you're quite comfortable with the you that's happening in your personal life, right? Now, this is what I'm going to fit about you into those three parts, okay? So as I'm explaining each of these parts, think about what they mean for you. Part number one, backstory. So this covers everything that got you to where you are today across your whole life journey, growing from adolescence to adulthood. These things will have formulated what your core values are and also will have crafted how you think about things, solve problems, or navigate change. Part number two, skills and talents. This part is focused around your doing, thinking, or making skills. They are the bedrock of what has shaped the work part to you over time. It includes your lessons learnt while in roles and working with others, formal and informal training, and the physical experience of being in a workplace or multiple workplaces. And if you've heard me speak about this before, I will also talk about differentiating between your technical skills and your proficiency because your marketable value as a professional lies in your proficiency. More on that in a different episode. Third part is the personality. Now, this is the fluid, intangible part to you. However, it's how others experience you on the outside. Everyone is different, so you will have shaped your personality over time as a result possibly of the other two parts of you. But this part is what you will lean in more to discover your unique points. Now, those are your three parts. Now, normally in a work situation, You together with possibly recruiters or employers and others will have more than likely been placing a huge emphasis on parts two, which is the skills and talents. And hopefully if you're lucky and they're quite forward thinking part three on your personality, this means that what actually gets missed and causes more friction for you over time is your part one, the backstory. Now, remember when I talked to you about those four parts of the personal branding strategy, what I want to do is just quickly loop back and then link those areas to these three simple parts to the human that we've just worked through. So your backstory links nicely into your purpose and why your skills and talents are worked in on your positioning and your brand experience work. And your personality is a direct link, obviously, to your personality work. When you pay attention and craft what personal brand means and looks like for you, you will be empowered to naturally bake in more of yourself that you are potentially holding back on right now in your working environments. Those environments could be when you're out networking, when you're carrying out discovery calls with prospective new clients, or going to meetings, or where you're physically delivering the work that you do for your clients. Imagine a world where you wouldn't have to think so hard to get into the zone to do whatever it was that was in front of you to do today. Because actually, you can just be you, unapologetically. Imagine if you didn't have to think so hard about what to write in that next social media post to make sure that you sounded awfully professional, experienced, and terribly strong. Imagine If you didn't, have to shift aside all those clothes you love wearing in your personal time and dig out the sharp professional stuff you pull on to be work you for that next meeting. Wow. Just imagine how much energy you will save by being more you. You. Imagine how much more energetic and excited you could feel every time you wake up. This is not a trendy hot topic for today, my friend. Professionals have been optimizing what their personal brand is and using it to communicate with the world since the days of Cleopatra and Caesar. You, defining what your personal brand means to you and everyone who comes into contact with you means that you'll stand out in a noisy world because you are noticed and found quicker because you're clearer. You will naturally draw the, pe- the right types of people to you and repel the ones who are definitely not your people. You'll foster stronger, long-term emotive connections because these happen seemingly with ease because you are clearer and intentional. You will future-proof your professional career and make yourself open to opportunities you never knew existed because people finally see you for the magnificent human that you are. The biggest advantage I can see to making a concerted effort on your personal brand is that it's the one big value accelerating asset you will always have no matter what work you do, who you work for, and what you go on to do next. It never leaves you and it evolves with you. It keeps you in check and properly authentic to your values and ideas. Not even AI can take that away from you. Now, off you go. Go and jot everything that's flooding your brain right now. Your gut is telling you something. What is it? Trust it. Did you enjoy that conversation? What could you do today to help you sharpen what you think your personal brand needs to include? Want to chat about it? Sure. Get in touch. Pop over to the show notes. Find a way to direct message me. Please do come and talk to me. Do you know anybody? else who could do with listening to this topic, please do share it with them. Go on. You know you want to. If you've been listening a while, I would be ever so grateful if you could go and do a review on the show and maybe mention an episode, perhaps this one, that you enjoyed the most. This really helps to grow the community of listeners and get more people into the conversation. I am not going to say go and give a five-star review because It's not about my opinion, it's about yours. If you think it's a five, then give it a five. Again, not my view, it's yours. Until next time, be strong, believe you have value and make good brand decisions. Thank you for listening to the Brand Compass. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your entrepreneurial friends and help them make good brand decisions. Until next time, let's keep the conversation going at shellyroslant.com.